Welcome to Sisterhood, having conversations that matter with me, Laurieann Sheldrick, an incredible woman who support, encourage, and empower other women. While you are here, you will be supported. You will empower yourself so that you can be supportive to others and begin to fully embrace that we cannot be empowered women if we do not support those who are being disempowered. That is the magic that lies within sisterhood, and it only works if we do it together. The purpose of sisterhood is to create deep and meaningful connections with other women, have conversations that matter, because women need other women, and together we are going to be, do, and have all that we desire. It starts right here, right now, with me, my special guests, and with you. Let's begin. Welcome to the magic of sisterhood. Hey, welcome back to Sisterhood. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am thrilled to share today's conversation with you. My friend Stacy Stewart did a post a few months ago about the pressure to perform online on social media. She's a photographer. Um, She has a business where she helps other businesses and brands and entrepreneurs with their um, social media, with their marketing, with the visuals on their website. So all the things. It's really, really amazing what she does. And if you go check out Star Brand Photography on Instagram, all of our magical links are in the show notes. You will see how incredibly talented she is. She's also, along with being a brilliant photographer, she has to, there's the business aspect of it, of having to be on social media, having to run the business aspect of it, and her herself be on social media. So she made this comment, this pressure to perform. We started talking back and forth online about how I feel the same pressure. We started to just take the conversation deeper, realizing other women were feeling this way as well. And I asked her if she would come on the Sisterhood podcast and just riff with me. This is literally what it is. This is not a conversation about how to boop, 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 how to show up on social media, the five steps and what to do, how to get more likes, how to be an influencer. This is none of that. This is two girlfriends chatting about the pressure to perform, and the pressure to stay relevant and the pressure to beat this algorithm that we know deep in our mind we will never be able to beat. So this is just us having that conversation. We talk about the pressure to perform, the pressure to look perfect, the pressure to be perfect, to say the perfect thing, all of it. So I'm really excited to share this conversation with all of you because it was so damn real. I think there were moments when we actually forgot that we were recording. Um, I know I did because I shared this very... You know what? I'm not even embarrassed by it. I shared a story about wearing Spanx and getting older and having weird skin on my neck now, um, having dimples in my ass, and how no one really actually gives a shit. So anyway, except for me. So I shared that story and buying the Spanx and wearing the Spanx and my husband walking in on me while I was wearing the Spanx. So you just have to tune into this conversation because again, you know, when I started Sisterhood, I I think I've said this in multiple podcasts. I want, I had this visual of myself 
talking to another woman in a coffee shop and other women are sitting at the table next to us and they strike up a conversation where they're like, do you hear what they're talking about? Like me too. I have the same thing too. And then they strike up a conversation. I just, this is what I had when I had the idea This is what came through my mind when I had the idea of creating sisterhood and having these conversations. So when I have my friends on, it's very easy to go down that rabbit hole and forget that, oh yeah, we're actually recording this for the Sisterhood podcast. We're not just having a coffee uh, coffee shop conversation. So I don't care. I think this is so important. I think it's important nowadays. I think it's always been important, but nowadays it's so important to be real and not have a filter and laugh about things. Things that we take so seriously when we don't have to take so seriously. So I'm really thrilled to share this conversation with you. As always, um, I'd love to hear what you think about this conversation. The way for us to grow sisterhood is to get reviews, honest reviews, honest comments, because we just can't grow without this. It helps us to not just grow as a podcast, it also helps me to get honest reviews so I know what you want to hear, what you want to see, what you're not liking, what you're liking, and it helps us to reach people all around the world so that they know they are not alone and they know like, oh my god, someone else has butt dimples. Yes, someone else has butt dimples. That's not what this is about. It doesn't matter. This is about having meaningful conversations and the pressure to perform online, in life, in business is one of those meaningful conversations that I wanted to share with all of you. Empowered women empower other women and we cannot do that alone. So I'm so grateful for any rating, any honest review that you give over at iTunes or whatever listening platform that you're on. So enjoy this conversation with my friend, Stacy Stewart. Let's just dive right in. I just want to dive right in with you. Um, anyone who's listening, I have Stacy Stewart with me today and she, I am her first podcast. <laughs> Breaking the podcast virginity here. I love it. I find that is just the perfect way to dive in to any podcast is just diving in where you can just have a conversation talking about things that you're really passionate about. So I promise to make it as painless for you as possible. Thank you. Um, you're, welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for being here, first of all, because I just love having my friends on Sisterhood because I find that the conversation flows a little bit more easy, easier for me. Yeah. It's, women that I know and women that I connect with. And that's what inspired today's podcast was a share that you did on Instagram that inspired me to do another solo podcast and then ask you if you wanted to come on here to talk about this pressure and anxiety and mental and emotional fatigue of constantly having to perform on social media and um, with the ever-changing algorithms as well. So that's where we're going to go today, which is a big topic. It is a big topic. And it's, I mean, I think it resonates with just about anyone. I mean, especially if you are in business for yourself or, you have a brand or an identity that you have to keep up with or feel like you have to keep up with. It's very stressful, especially in these like pandemic days as well, when we've got other things playing on our mind. Yes, I find it. I find it personally has been very stressful lately. Um, 
Have you always been on social media? Like if you took away your business and you were just using social media for just that, just social, would you be on social media? You think I would probably be on Facebook because before business, I had nothing nothing to do with Instagram to me Instagram was for kids mm-hmm. <laughs> little did I but I mean since then it's obviously evolved quite a bit but yeah I would be on Facebook just to interact and catch up with friends and family and see what people are up to but if I didn't have a business I don't think that I would have a lot of use for it saying that also um I might feel now that I've been there that I would go back and, and keep looking through it and checking on it now. Cause it's kind of ingrained in, in our brains almost a little bit that you feel guilty if you're, you're not there, but yeah, I think I would be there less if yeah. I didn't have a business for sure. And it's so interesting because that's what some, that's what you said on your Instagram stories that day that inspired that this, this conversation and the conversation we've been having since is you have been really busy with your work and really busy with, um, with taking with brand photo shoots and it's so wonderful and you should just be enjoying these really busy times and success and not being in a lockdown anymore. And here you are sitting there feeling guilty for not showing up on social media when the reason you're not showing up is either you're working or you're on vacation and enjoying your time. So where do you think that guilt comes from? Is it like, um, is it just kind of ingrained in us from social media experts who tell us we have to be on all the time? Where is this stemming from? Or maybe it's, maybe that's too big. Where is it stemming from for you that maybe I'm sure will resonate with other women as well? Yeah, for me, it's very much like a, a love-hate relationship. So I think the guilt comes from, and as entrepreneurs, we always feel like we're not doing enough or we need to do more to get to the next level. And we're always looking ahead instead of just being in the moment, I think, so much. So for me, the guilt is if I miss a few days, oh, well, are people going to forget about me? Who are they going to come back? Is the algorithm going to kick me out if I leave for a few days and then not show my stuff to people? Is my stuff even that important? If I didn't have Instagram, am I still going to have a business? And the answer is, of course I am. Uh, As much as I dwell on social media, I find that, yes, people see me there, but... I get better word of mouth or just Google from my website. I get more traffic from those places. So I don't know why I'm so obsessed with (laughs) Instagram and Facebook. And I think it's maybe because I have a visual type of business Mm -hmm. and I feel like if I'm not being seen professionally there, then, you know, maybe I'm just not going to get seen, but it's, it's absolutely not true. Because when I, when people go missing that I follow for a few days, I don't think, oh, well, I'm never going to look at their stuff again. You know, it's still, it eventually gets shown to you. If you interact, which now is, I think, supposed to be the thing is you're building a community and not just a vanity metric. 
with Instagram. It's going that way, which is better. But I mean, you know, it's still, <laughs> um, you feel that guilt if you're not there all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I found myself before the pandemic, I've, I really shifted gears when the pandemic happened because I just think I had to, and I didn't have the mental and emotional, um, just space or Mm -hmm. energy to devote to a social media calendar. Like I had previously, Um, and I would pick up my phone to go record a story because I felt like, well, that's what I have to do. Otherwise I'm going to become irrelevant. How am I going to, you know, grow my business? How am I, because I had to convert most of my business online at the beginning of the pandemic. I was like, how am I going to now grow this online business? And it's like, I had to sit back and say, just a second, you already have a contagiously positive community. You already have a community. You don't need to go on there and just talk about random things. So I kept having to remind myself of that because the default to just go and speak into the phone um, or go and create something that I didn't even feel energetically connected to it was like this fucking sucks but I'm gonna post it anyway like it's the worst gotta post something (laughs) gotta post something (laughs) is what we're told and it's really hard too that now I'm not an actor I'm not a dancer I'm not a singer I'm not a performer and now these wonderful social media apps are designed for us to be constantly in this state of performing and everything, nothing out there is authentic anymore because everyone is just trying to be relevant and be seen and beat this mysterious algorithm. So do you find that in your own life? And I mean, you work with a lot of clients as a brand strategist as well, who probably have these same fears. Like, do you get these questions a lot where it's like, how the hell now am I supposed to perform? Yeah, well, I'm just going to put one correction. I mean, I'm not a brand strategist. I actually send my clients to brand strategists Mm. to get their brand um, figured out before they actually come to see me where I just do the visual part of telling their stories. So I don't want to say that I'm a brand strategist, but I do, I mean, I do get a lot of questions and even about, you know, how should I look Um, as a photographer? People are obviously self-conscious uh, all the time and they they want to know how they should look out what they need to put into their photos to be seen more and it's it's kind of funny now because Instagram before you know some people may have say may say it was easier before to keep the content going because you, it would just be kind of like a vanity metric thing it was even more fake almost before because you see all these beautiful feeds all beautifully photographed and uh, people would be like, oh, I wish I could have that, you know, and it's actually changed quite a bit where you don't actually need professional photos anymore. And here I am, this is my business yeah. saying this, but you don't need professional photos to be, you know, to propel your business on Instagram anymore. And actually people want to see the real you, but where I come into it is that I'm trying to save people time as well as, you know, because that's another step. You've got to make reels. You've got to take photos of yourself or, you know, go to different locations and do all these things. So as a photographer, I kind of just take that one step out and, you know, they do look 
more professionally, you use them for other things like your website and stuff too, because most people don't want selfies on their website. But um, yeah, you, you really just need, I mean, it's changed so that you don't have to do all the professional quote unquote vanity metrics, but you, you're still, now you're jumping through hoops. You're making, like you said, the, the real I find for myself very difficult to do because I don't care what anybody says. Like, oh, you just have to take five minutes and do one. They're never five minutes. <laughs> no, I tried to do one yesterday and I was like, what am I doing? No, I've never done one before. And I was like, there's no way I have the time for this. Well, there's a learning curve there. So, I mean, once you learn how to use the technology, but it's then it's the ideas and then it's taking the time and people say, we'll take a day and batch it. Um, you know, that's a whole other day taken away from other things you could be doing. Uh, even myself, I recently hired a virtual assistant and she helps me with some of my things that I would do before quite easily. Like she'll write a few of my posts. She'll make graphics for me on Canva and things to add into my Instagram stories. Like it's just become a whole thing to maintain and it's super, super stressful. Um, but we've all got to do it to some extent, right? So I'm not sure how to get around that maybe we should be focusing on how to not feel so bad about it or not, uh, you know, um, getting so stressed out about it. I think that's where the conversation goes. It's not, you know, what I'm hearing, it's not about posting eight times a day. It's about really creating these shares and this content and these videos, even if you will, and finding that thing that you really enjoy and that you're really good at and just continuously enhancing that. Um, Like for you, like creating content, like being a photographer and being able to go on brand shoots and seeing these incredible human beings, you know, build their businesses and get to showcase themselves. Like that is so amazing because that then can become content for your business, which is already something you're so passionate about. So it doesn't necessarily always have to be all about you. So it's like sharing that aspect of it. I think for me, it's really about, and what I would like to just have anyone who's just feeling really guilty and feeling like irrelevant if they don't share on social media, it's just coming back to that authenticity of this is how I want to show up on social media. These are the stories I want to share. This is the message that I want to share and sort of getting rid of all the external noise of what everyone else is doing. What do you want to do? Because I'll never look like or be um, some of these influencers. I'll never be able to do that, nor do I want to either. I think actually think that's better. Not that I never can. It's that I don't want to. And we're really trying to keep up with influencers who this is their business. Their business is to influence where you're an expert in your field and you showcase that not necessarily being like, here, I'm an influencer and I have 1800 products I could potentially sell you. Yeah. The comparison demon uh, comes in quite strong often. And you think, okay, I'm not going there. I'm not going to do that. I know better, but yet you still can't help, but to kind of drag yourself into, well, 
I should be doing this better. And really, you're right, Lorianne, like you are really good at just coming out and saying how you feel and expressing yourself when you want to and how you want to. You're not bending to to all the trends and I don't think we have to bend to the trend like I'm guilty of it I've spun off a, a trend theory you know and put my own spin on it and that's you know what we're told to do so we can get more engagement but it doesn't always feel authentic yeah. and I think certain age groups like you know hello Gen X over here um we're kind of in that middle space where we can adapt to the new things that are happening but then again we don't actually want to it's another hoop to jump through and and I feel like I want to run my own business I want to work for myself and I'm also getting older and in a few years I don't want to be doing this anymore like perfectly honestly like I don't know where the where my own personal journey is going to go when I'm done with I may never be done with photography, but I might be done with running it as a business, you know, someday. I don't know when that day will come, but the the whole social media thing, if it keeps on like it is, like, it's just not appealing to me. And and do we have to do these things forevermore? Like, is it just going to be more and more and more of... Well, it is more and more. It's like a constant, you know hamster wheel that we're on it is always more you just get used to one thing and then a new thing comes up and you're just like oh my god like I'm so we're in the same generation I'm gonna be 43 next month and I'm just like I just learned Instagram stories. Like, <laughs> no kidding. I learned stories. And now I've got to like dance for TikTok. Like I just can't do it. But I don't think that's what it's about though. And I think we're really, I think as, you know, two, two women entrepreneurs who want to use social media to increase awareness for our business and to create a community around us, it's using it in the way that is most authentic authentic to us. Getting out of that comparison. You don't need to dance and sing and do all these things yeah. on reels and TikTok. I follow someone on TikTok and I'm not, I don't like, I don't have a TikTok um, account. I just follow this one person who literally just does everything she does on Instagram on TikTok. And I love that. And I love the way she do it, does it. And I follow some comedians because it's so entertaining. And I follow some yeah. actors because they're just perfect performers. And then I follow this other couple who's literally living out my dream of moving and relocating to Florence. And I follow them and they do reels about their adventures um, in Florence. And some days it's like a food reel and some days it's a travel reel and some days it's a how they're doing business reel. And I love that because it's authentic to them and their journey and their businesses and their life. And I think that's the most important thing. So if I see you do a reel, especially for like a branding shoot. It's so cool. And like, it's what you did that day or multiple brands. I'm like, oh my God, that's Stacy. Like, that's so wonderful, right? So I think that is where I, I think that's the distinction we have to make is we're not saying don't use these things. It's one, don't use them to be relevant um, because you're relevant regardless and use them in a way that feels really good and authentic to you and to your business. 
Yeah, I think it's the balance of uh, doing things for your business and not, you know, bowing to that pressure of just feeling like you have to post something that day. So what I've been doing lately, when I'm really busy, I I have no time, like, not that I, like, I can make time, you can make time for anything you want to make time for, but I, I have no desire whatsoever to even like pop on and say hi and then other days when my mindset is there I can like post random things I can post relevant things I just post fun things I just talk so I hate having to feel that and I guess we don't have to is the point and not worry about the algorithm that you're you have to hop on and and do something for nothing yeah, it, it becomes less appealing, I think, to people when you do that. And I, I catch myself, I do it often. So, oh, God, I got to post something. Yeah, me too. What's it going to be? And I post a lot about my cats because I'm a cat lady, right? And to me, that's relevant. <laughs> Other people may say, God, woman, are you posting about your cat again? Like, you know, I don't know. That's just me. And I'm going to yeah. post about me and, and like it. <laughs> I, I love that so much because that's really what it's about. It's like posting about you. Who are you? Like I did a so I am still in this social experiment because after our conversation online that inspired having this conversation here, I was like, what if social media was exactly what it was ten- intended to be, which is social and just mm-hmm. create a community? What would that look and feel like? And so yesterday I went online and I'm like you, when I'm like just buzzing and jiving, I could speak into that camera all day long. And I'm just like, I know no one gives a shit. Some people might, but for the most part, I don't care. I'm just like, this is what I want to share. So it's really authentic to me. But yesterday, that's how it was. I didn't worry about the business. I didn't worry about getting sales. I didn't worry about that. I was just like social experiment. What if I just brand new concept use social media for socializing and I commented on things and I was having conversations and holy crap, the end of the day, I was like, I felt like I had been with friends all day and some people I didn't know. And I loved that. And I was like, I would say that experiment was a success because now I got to know people on a deeper level, but other people got to know me in a deeper level as well. And I was like, wow, like what if I can just show up when I want to show up in these ways instead of again, having to have everything picture perfect all the time, which causes more stress when sometimes I just want to get on and be like, I'm just heading out, but I just posted a podcast. And by the way, it's awesome. Go check it out without having to do all the time, the fancy graphic and the this and the that and all the things, you know, that you're supposed to supposed to do in quotes that we should be doing to get more awareness. It's just that sharing. And sometimes I want to create those pretty graphics too. So it's finding that balance of this is what I'm in the mood for today. And that will really connect. So you, when you're sharing that video of that, of your cats, and you're just like, in total awe and love of your cats in that moment. And you share that. We feel that. I feel that. 
right? Like I can feel that energy, even (laughs) though, even if someone's not a cat person, they can feel that and they get to know like, oh my God, the cats, like you even did a shoot once with your cats, which was hilarious. And your husband was involved too, like brave, brave soul. (laughs) And that was so- I think he hates me for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, everyone's going to go now Google. Stacey Stewart. He volunteered though. So yeah, Yeah. it was, it was fun. Um, yeah. Have you, have you ever, do you have just genuinely friends that you've made on Instagram or Facebook that you've never spoke like met in person? Yes, I have. Absolutely. From the, like from the United States, like I actually had one woman on the podcast and I was like, we may never see each other, right? We may never meet in person, but I feel so connected to them because we connected online on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the the more important part of it. I think Uh, Uh, I know, yes, it's a tool for business, but I can tell you many of the people that I have worked with that have maybe found me on Instagram, we've definitely cultivated some sort of relationship in the DMS or, you know, that, I mean, that's what it's for is for comment. It's social media. You're supposed to interact and comment and yes, you know, you throw out random likes of pictures and whatever that you see, but when someone takes the time to message you or you take the time to message someone else, that's when you develop a relationship, they get to know you. And then, you know, if it should happen that they ever need your service, you're the first person they're going to think of. So I know my following isn't huge. I think I have like just over a thousand followers, but I've, and that's, taken me two years to get that but I don't buy likes and whatever and all the people that follow me are mostly people I think that are you know mostly local and other business type people and people that just we've gotten along for whatever reason we comment on each other's stuff and uh, yeah I have a few Facebook and Instagram friends I would call them friends (laughs) that I've never met and I've had a couple on Facebook that I've known for about 12 years and I've never met them and we still interact so we get more of that and less of performance and performance anxiety (laughs) feeling like we have to perform and just talk to each other that's probably going to bring you more success and more business than anything else I think I think so too and I just know and I'm sure you feel the same um did anyone ever tell you just by the way, Stacy, little FYI, when you become an entrepreneur and start your business, it's going to bring up every single limiting belief, self-shame, yeah. self-sabotage idea and concept you've ever had in your life. Like, yeah, no one told me. I didn't no get the memo. Um, I didn't get yeah, the memo. I, I ended up having to, like, I worked with a couple coaches. Yeah. The last one that I worked with, uh, Angela, she really helped me get over some of that yeah Um, just self-doubt and this is what you need to focus on so it's funny like I never intended to become an entrepreneur like never in a million years would I think that I'd do anything for myself I'm a I'm a rule follower I like people and it's like I just shouldn't be an entrepreneur because I like people giving me direction and telling me what to do 
to a, to an extent, you know, without being undermining or condescending, of course. But um, I like having a, a structure because I'm very unstructured. My brain is, I guess, because I'm a creative person. Yeah. It, like my desk is always messy. Uh, <laughs> my house gets cleaned only on the weekends. Um, you know, I'm not structured. I don't have self-structure. So having uh, someone tell me what to do and, and with the coach, with her sort of saying, okay, it's easy. Like you don't have to care about what everyone thinks of you. And the truth is nobody really does care. Like, one that doesn't know you, doesn't give a shit. They don't really care about you, right? So when you disappear for a few days off of social media, does anyone really care? No, they don't. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, they're not sitting there having an anxiety attack. Where is Stacy today? Um, No, no. Like maybe if I went missing for a month, someone would be like, someone might remember and be like, I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. She goes. Yeah, like if you disappeared on social media, after a couple of weeks, I would send you a message and be like, hey, Stacy, how are things? You all right? Yeah. All right. But you're right. If you're gone for a few days, like, and not just you anyone if someone's just not on social media I never sit there worrying about it I don't have anxiety that they're not there and I need them to run my life today yet we do it to ourselves and we have we put that anxiety on ourselves so what was was there a piece of advice that you received when you were you know when when your coach was saying like just stop caring because which never fully works when someone says just stop caring was there one piece of advice that really helped you to just reprogram your mind or do a pivot when you are feeling that way? Cause I don't think it ever fully goes away. Well, it, it, it never really does fully go away. Even when you know better, you, you've learned better, you know, better, you've implemented the steps to, to do better and feel less anxiety about it. I mean, I, I'm not a high anxiety person. And I don't know if she gave me like one piece of advice, but it was just, steps of having steps in place and being able to accomplish a task and be yeah. like, okay, this is all right. This is good. Uh, but the world didn't fall apart. If I didn't do this, if I didn't come to the table today, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to de-stress and not think about having to be on all the time. Yeah. So, you know, you always deep down, you you probably know that, <laughs> but yeah. when it, I think you're just putting pressure, like perfectionism or per- pressure on yourself to be better, even though that's maybe not necessarily the road to being better. It's hard to separate yourself from like your work and, and your personal life now, because it, it all melds together with social media, right? My husband, he, Okay. Well, you know my husband. Yep. <laughs> he uh, he hates social media. He hates everything about it. You'll hardly ever. I mean, he he's a stalker. Like he looks at other people's <laughs> stuff. But he'll never post anything. And when we're out, sometimes he's like, "Why are you doing that? Why do you have to record like every moment?" And I said, "I, I don't know. I I need some content. Yes. You know. Yeah. Other like you said. Otherwise, would I be doing it? No." Yeah, I I wouldn't. It's just people got to know what I'm doing for me to be relevant. Right. Mm -hmm. 
That's it's stupid. <laughs> it's so crazy, right? Because my husband doesn't even have a social media account let alone like even like I'll show him something on Facebook and like, he just literally doesn't care um, yeah, I know. unless it's like his farmer friend who posts videos of the farm. He's like, <laughs> Oh, cool. Let me see the tractors, you know, like, and he doesn't care. And he's just like, I don't understand why you have so much anxiety about this. Like, what does it matter? Like in the grand scheme of things, you know, what does it really matter? And I'm like, well, how else am I going to grow my business? How else are people going to get to know me? And I think that anxiety was heightened when the pandemic hit and we were no longer actually going out there and we were in community, but I still, my business still survives when I'm not on social media. But Mm -hmm. I also thrive on community. So like to me, I think my biggest stressor is when social media doesn't feel like community, when people aren't engaging, like when I share something and, you know, you don't get those comments. I think that's where my anxiety comes in because I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I want to continue on this conversation, which like there's a little insight into you shared something on Instagram stories. I was like, I feel that pressure to perform as well. We had a back and forth DM about the conversation. And then I'm like, let's keep talking about it, right? Like, so that's that's what I love. I love that community. And I love that aspect where I would never want to grow to 100,000 followers because I'd never be able to keep up with that. Keep up with it, right? Yeah. So it's really... For me, it's not necessarily a pressure to perform. It's a pressure to create that community and keep the conversation going so that we don't feel alone, right? So that you get that like me too. And I also feel a lot of fear sometimes around, I guess fear is the bad word for it, but I don't want people to mistrust me because social media has so much distrust built into it with some of these influencers and the way they try to build their business and the way they use it. I don't want anyone to ever feel like, oh, because oftentimes I'll say, I literally just thought of this now and I decided to hop on a podcast and do it. I'm not lying. I'm being honest. And there's this thing, this little voice in my head that comes up and people are like, people are never going to believe that. People are never going to believe that because how often do you see that in campaigns where they're like, and I just thought of this. I'm also going to give you this right when it's part of the campaign. So there's so much built into just our our belief systems on about social media and self-promotion and building our business and trying to be authentic and being relevant while also navigating our own limiting beliefs that it all came up when we became entrepreneurs. Well, I think that's part of the um, entrepreneur guilt too, is like, yeah, got to sell without being salesy. I don't want people to think I'm a creep, but you still got to sell. So how are you going to do Where is that like fine balance? And yeah. People know why you're there. I think you're, you are there for a business sense, right? Yeah. I don't have a personal Instagram account. I only have a business account, mm-hmm. right? So I'm there to help advance my business. And yes, I do post. I find, yeah, sometimes I feel like, okay, I've done too many asks or, you know, you have to do that a call to action at the end. 
sort of things. So how many of those should I do? And am I being too salesy, too pushy by asking people to come and sign up for this or come and do that? And there's the guilt from that as well. Oh my God, we're just like piling it on, right? (laughs) Here here are all the things you should have anxiety about when you go to sleep tonight. I just, I think a lot of people, especially women have that sales anxiety because we, a lot of us do what we do. It was a passion or a love or something that turned into a business. So selling it feels weird (laughs) and it feels almost not correct, but people want your skills. So you can't give them away for free. Yeah. At least I can. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know, I have. I've given a lot of free things away. But I mean, I'm not there anymore. It's a business and you've got yeah. to find and social media is nice because it, it's quote unquote a free tool that yeah. we can all use. But like they say, nothing in life is ever free. Right? No, because there's a cost. There's a cost to it. Our time, yeah. our our guilt. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that pop up with it. But yeah, I, I lay awake at night um, thinking about how sleazy salesy I was, even though I wasn't sleazy salesy. And I know oh, that I know your that inner, your inner conversation with your, Oh my God. Yourself. People totally. don't generally think that I don't, you know, I don't, I don't imagine. I don't think so either. I have no problems paying people for their services at all. I don't even have a problem with seeing sales posts or sales posts in quotes. Cause half the time yeah. now, a lot of the people that I follow on social media, they don't necessarily sell, they share. It's like, there's yeah. some, sometimes there's like a tip inside of it as well, that even if you don't want to buy something, there's still some value there. There's still something there for you, which I really find helpful. Like I know um, one woman I follow online, her name is Shula Mid. I believe you know Shula as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And I love her. And she's um, doing this campaign on social media right now because she's building this community for women entrepreneurs who potentially have anxiety and fear and worry and like welcome to being an entrepreneur and I Mm -hmm. love that she's providing this support and it's going to be a monthly thing and I love it I'm not in a position right now where I'm going to be joining that but I still feel really good when I read it, knowing she's there and knowing the service is there and knowing the offering is there. So it still makes me feel really good to see it. So I think that's it too. Like, do you follow people who just, just make you feel really good on social media as well? And those who don't, you're like, I might unfollow. Definitely. And you know what? Sometimes I end up buying their stuff, yeah. not because I need it or I necessarily want it, but just because I want to support them. Oh, so yeah. a lot of makers, um, even a couple of uh, MLM type businesses, like I just like the person. Yeah. So because they do come across very authentic. Yeah. And, um, so I will buy their products and then that gets them noticing me. And I can't tell you how many times I've actually purchased something from somebody online and they follow me and get to know me and then they purchase my services as well. So it happens a lot. <laughs> so if you're genuinely engaging 
with somebody and you like what they're doing, you like what they're selling. I mean, it, it's a small gesture, even just to shout them out or be like, look at, like, actually look at these ear. Oh, <laughs> people can't see, but you can see. I can see. <laughs> these earrings yeah. from Flourish Stoneware. They were, they are two ladies in Ottawa and they actually hired me um, and they gave me these earrings as a tip. And like, I will, <laughs> I was very grateful. I was so surprised because I was going to buy them off because I really liked them. And at the end of the shoot, they were like, no, no, this is a gift. So I'm like, oh. so like I shout them out when I can, I'm going to be buying more of their stuff. Christmas is coming. They make beautiful stuff, right? It's, you know, yes, it's a big price difference between what they do and what I do. But I mean, it is when they need you, like they may not need me for another year, or they may that may have been a one time thing, who knows. But when you're reciprocating services or products with other people, then that's another way of being genuine and getting noticed and not having to fake it on social media. So shop local everybody. (laughs) I love that so much because it's this really beautiful reminder of how Mm -hmm. money is so cyclical. Like it's like Mm -hmm. constantly just flowing. And when it's in your community and you can, whether that's an online community, a local community, it doesn't matter if it's in your community that you are cultivating and forming. It's this beautiful, wonderful exchange of, of services. Right. And I love that so much. And again, it's, they may never buy from you. So I just have to just say that don't ever do it falsely because you're like, if I've right. said, if I buy from them, they'll yeah. buy from me. That may not happen. Right. Well, you're yeah, saying exactly. you love, you really enjoy these two women. And so you bought their product and then just naturally, well, they'll work. They may work with you and that's really wonderful, but your intention's not there. Your intention isn't you sitting there waiting for that email yeah. to come in. I'd be broke if I went out and bought <laughs> Oh, something from every absolutely. single person that I liked or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it depends on your mood too. Like some, some days, uh, like I'm a sucker for, I've, I've bought ridiculous internet purchases <laughs> come up. And I mean, I guess that's the whole ploy, uh, you know, not just from local makers, but I mean, from companies, um, you see something and whatever your mood is of the day, perhaps that's when you go out and make the purchase or whatever. It's better if it can come from someone in your community because you're supporting the small business. But like you said, make it, don't just go out and buy it because you think you might get something in return. That's not the point. But but, um, yeah, it just depends on, your mood and who you've been interacting with and what you've seen from them. Do you feel a connection? Do, do they feel trustworthy? They're not out there just selling, selling, selling all the time. You, you get a feeling, you, you know, right? When yeah. That's what I always say to people. I'm always saying, trust your inner guidance system because it knows best, not just what you're consuming on social media, but what you're putting out there on social media. And if your gut saying this post literally sucks and I should not be posting right now, trust that and wait until your mood changes to go online and share that. Because something we have to remember too, like 
if I were to never have had this conversation with you and you had never gone on Instagram stories, I would have never even thought you had any uh, social media guilt on showing up on social media and building the brand of your business that way. I would have never assumed that. I just look at the feed and be like, oh my God, she's absolutely perfect. And then I'm like, there is literally, how would I ever keep up with that? So it's so important to have these conversations that Instagram or Facebook, but really Instagram right now, if I feel like is like the front runner um, Mm -hmm. is um, I think a lot of us struggle and it doesn't tell the whole story. It just tells this moment in time. It's just that it's just a post on Instagram. It's not the full human being. It's not their full story. It's not their full experience. You know, I don't share a lot. I get messages from a lot of people who are like, you know, it would be really great if you shared more about your husband or your friends and family. And I'm like, my friends and husband and family are not on social media. They don't want on it. And I respect them and never. It's funny. You know, I use, I, I love social social media, when I use it authentically, I love social media. When I get the community aspect of it, when I'm not, I don't enjoy it. But most of my friends, uh, most of them and my family and my husband are not on social media, which is so fascinating to me. Mm. Because again, I feel really shitty about myself sometimes because I see so many people, they're like business businesses and influencers and their friends are in it and their spouse is in it and their partners doing business with them. And I'm like, Oh my God. And then again, you start to compare. You're like, maybe I would have a better this. Maybe it would be better if I had this instead of, (laughs) instead of just for what it is, which is that's how they do it and works for them. This is how I do it and works for me. So yeah, it's really always coming down to, that's why I love these conversations. There's always like a key thing there. It's about being authentic. Well, we just don't think we're interesting on an individual level. I think a lot of us are like, yeah, why would anyone care about me showing you my backyard chickens? Like who cares? Nobody cares. I'm same with me, my husband, my daughters, like they want nothing to do with me. They get mad at me. The kids are like, you didn't post that. Did you? (laughs) Sometimes I have to sneak it. And then I feel bad because I'm like, Oh, I'm not respecting their boundaries, but it's okay for them to be on it and do their own thing. But heaven forbid mom posts anything. (laughs) but yeah I think we just think that we're not very all that interesting so it's hard in our minds to come up with something like literally I sit at my desk most of the day and hammer stuff out what am I like so when I don't when I'm really busy I don't go on social media I don't make stories because I've got a lot of work to do and I don't want to get behind and so stopping to do that is it just it makes me mad. <laughs> yeah. It's so, oh, I, yeah. And you're not alone. You're not alone. No. There are pros and cons to social media and there are times when you can have a lot of fun on it, but when you are running your business and you are like in the business, on the business, under the business, like the business is all of you in those moments, you're working with clients 
your building programs, all of the stuff that it takes to run a business, the financials, all that stuff, taking 10 minutes sometimes to just think of something to put on social media is really hard versus, oh my God, this would be a really great time to share this. I feel really good today. I'm going to share this thing. There's a different energy to it, but it affects you differently as well. Because again, even though I'm very personal on my contagiously positive account, contagiously positive is also my business. And if I no longer had my life coaching business and I no longer ran contagiously positive, I would most likely have and create a personal account, but it would be completely different. Um, And I probably would bring stuff in, but I may not talk about mental and emotional health as much to the extent that I do because I'm not working with these clients. So it would be a little bit different. And I don't think I would be as creative and have as much content as I do because I wouldn't be working with the clients. A lot of the content that I create and that I talk about is based on the questions that I get from my clients, the work that I do with my clients, the emails that I get, the the messages I receive of what should I do and how can I do this? I wouldn't get it if it was personal. So I have to remind myself that there is a business structure here, even though it's a part of my personal life as well. Yeah. you. It's really hard to separate yeah. the two. And yeah. I guess that's the whole point of social media is you're not supposed to completely separate the two. Yeah. You've, as of when I am um, questioning people for planning for photo shoots, it's that line of questioning is like, okay, so we want to depict what you do in your business, Mm -hmm. but we, people also want to know a, a little bit of your personal side. And I try to bring out their personality. So there, there's a bit of, I'm going to say fakeness, but a, a bit of anxiety around that as well, because people obviously they want to get their hair done and they want to get their makeup done and they want to look their best and they're very frightened of how they're going to appear. And I mean, the, the branding photography is a new phenomenon as well. Like five years ago, you didn't see people, ordinary people, ordinary business people doing these kinds of photos. No, it was mostly influencers. Born of Instagram, right? It's, and so now it's a a mainstream marketing tactic, right? You've got to look professional on your website, on your Instagram, on your wherever, or people will think less of you. Mm -hmm. So that's what we've been told. And here I am telling you, I'm like, I run, I'm running my business off of this and not because I think people should feel bad about themselves. Obviously not. I I try to do the exact opposite, but there, there is a demand in the market. So I'm feeling that demand Mm -hmm. and I do try to get people to be authentic. And I think when people hire me, that's why they hire me is because the photos are not stiff and posed and, plain old headshot type. I try to get you doing activities, things that you would normally do in your regular life. And a lot of people have actually struggle with that aspect of it, with showing like, okay, well, what part of your life do you want to show? Like, what do you do in your spare time? And people are like, I don't have any spare time. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah. So uh, trying to show that authenticity through photographs is is difficult too because people want to be they think they have to look 
perfect for photos, which yeah. isn't true. I've had some people come with no hair and makeup and that they're because that's what they want. Like, I don't wear hair and makeup in real life. I said, well, then don't. If you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. come as you are. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but a lot of us struggle with looking the look. We don't want to look awkward. In our Absolutely. That must yeah. be a big limiting belief that you have to deal with when you're in yeah. a branding shoot, especially with women who have low self-confidence and hate to be in front of the camera. I'm sure you get a lot of, I always take the worst pictures. So like, yeah, just every time her. I'm, I'm so not photogenic every pretty much like 99% of the people that I work with, I can't take a good photo. Are they ever so? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can and yeah. how do you find are you ever are they ever surprised when they look at the photos later and they're like oh my god I can't believe yeah. that's me yeah because um so my mini package is like a 45 photos you get to choose right and nine times out of ten uh they can't just choose 45 they want more they liked so many of wow. them right yeah. so that to me says okay you just proved yourself wrong and um you can do this like you are people don't see themselves from different angles yes. right you know you look at you look at yourself in the mirror you see the one angle you can maybe turn to the side a bit and look so when a photographer is taking pictures from different angles they're like oh I didn't know and, and even for myself I'm like wow my butt was that big or that you know that those are the stupid yeah. things you say to yourself so <clears throat> what I try to do when I'm photographing people is I yes I take them from all angles and I try to put people in flattering poses but I also tell them like look you're not going to like every photo you see I don't like every photo I get back from my photographer yeah. I like a heck of a lot of them though. And I think to myself, oh, geez, you know, I look pretty good laughing. Uh, I'm not worrying about the wrinkles in my eyes. So please, ladies, don't, when you smile, we, we have wrinkles around our eyes and our mouth. Like it's just absolutely we are. Yeah. And it's okay. Uh, the very few people get s that I've photographed um, wanted like that extra. Can you edit out my belly bulge? Can you edit out this or that? I can, but I mean, I try to tell people like going into it, you people see you differently than you see you. Yeah. You don't, you judge yourself way, way more than anyone else that judges you if you're in a beautiful photograph they're just going to see that you're part of that beautiful photograph and that you look amazing they're not going to notice like the wrinkle like some of the, I, I laugh when people are like can you edit out that wrinkle in my shirt like nobody's going to like if I didn't notice while I was going through it the first time nobody else is going to notice especially on a small little Instagram picture right Absolutely. It's not a portrait for your wall. This is just digital media. So Absolutely. And it's a wonderful way too for them to like when you have a shoot like that, it's just really great confidence building. 
in yes. the moment because, you know, <clears throat> and it's funny, you know, in those moments, like you're such a coach for them, right? Like having to work with their limiting beliefs and all yeah. the fears and anxiety they have around having a picture. And is she seeing my belly fat? Is she seeing the double chin? Like, is she judging the, the line in my eyes, right? Like all that stuff comes up. And so you have to work with that and make them feel comfortable. That's a confidence building practice for them being in that and doing that and then seeing the beautiful pictures later. But also now when they share to social media and on their website, now they can feel confident that there's a photo, that there are photos out there that make them feel really good. They had a wonderful day, even if it was awkward and uncomfortable, it was probably a really great day for them. So, and they got through it and didn't die. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't life or death. Um, so it's all such a wonderful, way to build someone's confidence when you go through that the whole practice including now you don't have to worry so much about that that comparison online or having a picture to post online when you want to share a photo of yourself because you have it and it's beautiful and it's branded and it's still authentic to them so yeah, I and they like they okay. like it like they genuinely like the photos and not every photo is like a close-up of your face right exactly. you're in action it could be your hands holding a product you could be off in the distance in a nice scenery yeah. like People don't, they just think they're going to get scrutinized. Um, yeah. And and to say also about noticing things when I'm photographing you, like I said, you may be thinking, um, oh, she, like why, why didn't she notice that my shirt was open a bit? Or why didn't she notice that my eye was squinting a little more on one side than the other? Because I don't see that when I'm yeah. like, I'm just focusing on, posing you, focusing on uh, giving you direction, focusing on the scene, focusing on what you're doing. I'm not seeing your imperfections because to me, they're, they're not there. They're only there to you. So I just find it funny sometimes like when people talk about photographers, especially because I used to do weddings too, they're like, how come she didn't notice that his jacket was his, he should have had his jacket buttoned, you know, like we try to notice. Yes. And sometimes we do, but sometimes we don't because our brains are constantly running too, trying to do all these things at once as well as work the machine, looking through a little viewfinder, um, seeing the big picture. We don't notice little details. Just for you people out there that give your photographers flat because we didn't notice them. Yeah. There's so much <laughs> going on. There's so much going There's on. There's a lot I, going on. I think yeah. that's so important too. The, the stuff that you're sharing on social media, the stuff that you're like, oh my God, why did I say that? And you're like, just, you know, picking it apart all day long, wanting yes. to see it from your stories, mm -hmm. all of that stuff that like you're having fear and worry and anxiety around, no one's noticing, nor no do they cares. care. No. They just no, they don't, don't care, care and they don't notice. Yeah. You're, and you have too many ums or too many ahs or... <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Those who really want to be in your life, a part of your community, they don't give a shit. The trolls, they're going to troll no matter what. Oh, of course. I, yeah. I've had this so often, you know, I've one day I responded in this way. I typically, I'm going to try to be honest about 
you know, all the big feels and the things like that on social media. I don't share everything on social media because it's not a safe space to do so. So I don't share a lot on social media. Um, I save that for my therapist because it's not safe. One day I said to someone, I'm like, who was just so against what I was saying and just, and I made the mistake of being defensive and trying to argue back to them. And I had to finally say like, it's not like I'm killing kittens over here, right? Like that was just my feedback. And it's just a reminder that on social media, you're always going to have those trolls. You can be, you can think I was as perfect as perfect can be. My hair was perfect. My body was perfect. My clothes were perfect. I said the perfect thing. Everything was perfect, perfect, perfect. Someone will still hate it. Oh yeah. Go to any comment comment section on anything. Yeah. Like yes. it could be a, a photo of a beautiful flower or something. Yeah. And you'll have all the likes and loves. And then you'll have some person say something like, well, yeah, but uh, the, the petals were brown. Like yes. why did you bother taking that photo yeah. kind of thing? okay whatever like did you really have to come out I mean I'm I'm guilty of being defensive and I used to actually do it a lot more I would get in arguments on Facebook um just trying to make people see my point of view but you can't no there's no there's none of that because no everybody has their own opinion already like, yes, maybe you will want to contribute to the conversation, but getting nasty and um, argumentative about it, it's never, it's just not going to change anyone's opinion. And it's just entertainment for everybody else who's reading it, right? Absolutely. They're thinking, oh, these two are crazy. So I, I used to like pull out, I used to do it and I don't anymore. And I just had to disengage with those people. Not And we're, you know, we're still like, I don't hate them because we have different yeah. views. They're still on my friends list, but you know, I just don't look at their stuff anymore because it triggers me and I know yes. that it triggers me. So, Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, there's always haters and people, no matter what you do, you're not going to please people. So just, you got to please yourself, I suppose. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's just it. And I think, you know, just at the end of the day, just, when we're talking about this pressure to constantly be on and constantly perform and constantly be perfect. First of all, there's no such thing. Um, And again, Instagram is one big filter. I really try not to use the filters and I've been doing that lately, which sucks. I've been doing that for most of the year, which really sucks because half the time I get inspired to speak, I looked like a freaking, like I just crawled out of bed and I'm like, come on universe. Like, can you at least have it on the days when I like my hair washing days, you know, like never, never. It's always like when I rolled out of bed and I'm just like, who freaking cares now? I don't care. I know what I look like. Sometimes I look like this. Sometimes I look like that. At the end of the day, I don't look like this perfectly crafted picture all the time. So if I feel inspired in that moment, there's no such thing as perfect. And also what I've come to terms with is I'm never going to beat the algorithm. No. No. I'm never going to beat the algorithm. The only thing I want to do is build a community, provide support, help women make sure not feel so alone, provide the tools and practices I wish I had, you know, before I started my entrepreneurial journey in 2012. That's it. 
all the other stuff is just distracting and busy and takes away from my real why and my real purpose when I'm spending my day asking. I used to ask myself, how can I beat the algorithm today? And now it's just, how can I serve today and show up as my authentic self in a way that feels really good and safe and supportive to others? Because all the other stuff is fluff and doesn't matter because one day it won't be there. One day the reels will be gone. One day TikTok will be gone. That's what I think about sometimes. I'm like, what if what if this wasn't here at all anymore? And I'm I'm pretty sure like something's gotta be done sooner or later because it's really getting out of hand. What will we do when it's not there? Well, something else will come to replace it, I'm sure. But um, do we, you know, it's just a thing. It's just uh is how useful is it? I don't know. We're just so used to and it's designed, like Instagram is designed to keep you there as often and as long as possible because if you're clicking and swiping and you know they're making money so we're just conditioned like little lab rats to keep consuming consuming what absolutely everything and we know it yet we still can't stop it because we're afraid of becoming irrelevant yeah because we have businesses to run but i'm actually curious just outside of business you have two young girls. Um, we didn't grow up with social media. Thank the Lord every day. Thank God, universe, angels, Elvis. I don't know who's running this world right now, but thank God we didn't grow up with social media um, in our youth. Do your girls feel this pressure to perform or and their friends? Or are they just like, yeah, social media is just social media. It's just there. Yeah, so I don't think like, they use it much differently than I do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get completely embarrassed that I'm on there to begin with, and their friends follow me, so they hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty funny. But um, they're into Snapchat, so I literally, I'll watch them sometimes, and they'll literally just like they'll make a face and they'll send it to their friend, or they'll make a face, put a caption. Okay. Like they're just back and forth yeah. constantly. Um, or their FaceTime, like whatever you want to call it. <laughs> They're visually FaceTiming or uh, each other all the yeah. time. And my daughters don't actually post much on Instagram, hardly, hardly ever at all. And they, I mean, I do talk to them about it. So they do have an awareness of, okay, don't be putting like, you know, one of them's a teenager now and the other one is not far behind. So don't be putting compromising pictures, those sexy duck lip faces sticking your chest out. Like, just don't do that. And they don't. I've yet, and I follow, like, I've yet to see a photo like that. And hopefully they don't do it in private either. I don't think they do. Um, but, yeah, they, they, cons- they do it. They consume it differently. And they're not even, they don't even really care all that much about Instagram, like, it's a Snapchat, TikTok yeah. world. But they don't care anymore because the, 
the power generation Facebook. took over. They don't have Facebook. Yeah, they have no Facebook because, like, that's the old person's app. It's totally. And, in- yeah. and Instagram is becoming that as well. For and them. for businesses and influencers. And, yeah. yeah. So absolutely. they don't care too, too much about it. But they're they're all about, they'll watch TikTok for hours. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Which there are so, some very entertaining accounts on TikTok. But um, I had to delete mine. Yeah. I, I, del- I had a TikTok account. When the pandemic started, I'm like, okay, let's get on TikTok because that's yeah. what everybody's doing. Yeah. And um, I had one for a while. And then I watched a documentary <laughs> about social media. I forget what it was The called. Social Dilemma? <laughs> yes, yeah, The Social Dilemma. Yeah. Everyone and go watch I, The Social di- Dilemma. <laughs> yeah. I deleted it after that. I'm like, I don't really need it. Plus, it's one more thing for me one to thing. keep up with. Yes. LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Like I, I've shut down um, LinkedIn. I have a profile. I never go on there. Facebook, I go on occasionally, and sometimes I'll cross post from yeah. Instagram to Facebook. But the less, less is more. <laughs> I think so too, and I For think me. it allows you to be more authentic because you're just using this one platform that is like, I love Instagram. I love how creative you get to be on Instagram. And I shared this when I did a solo podcast about this pressure to perform. What I love about Instagram is you can't necessarily, we can a little bit on stories. You can't be reactive. You actually have to think yeah. a moment about what you post in your feed. So you have this moment of pause where you can be like, is this really what I want to share? Whereas on Twitter or Facebook, you can just post whatever garbage is running around in your head in that moment. And when you're in fear or anxiety, or you're angry, or you're frustrated, or someone pissed you off, not if you were to sit back later and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe I shared that you can go and yeah. delete it, but it's already out there and people have yeah. already seen it in your friends and your family. And yeah, stuff. I've done that. I love, that's why I love Instagram. You're it's just this wonderful way of taking a moment. You can be just a little bit more creative with what you share. So if you are a creative and you love like that community aspect, you can, but I get the younger generation, my nieces, they're not even on social media, but they're constantly back and forth with their friends. But I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you use? Like, how are you communicating with each other? And sometimes they don't even want to tell me, I think, because they don't want any older people on their apps. <laughs> like, <laughs> their Snapchat. Probably their Snapchat. Snapchat. Their yeah. Snapchat. Um, and I tried Snapchat for three days and I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? But but I get it for them. It's a fun way for them to entertain each other and have fun. And I also get the TikTok for that generation as well. You know, the dancing that they get to do, the videos they get to create, the stuff with the animals. Like there's so many things for them where um like my niece was like you should have a tiktok account for your business and i'm like i don't even know what i would say she was like well this stuff you share on your stories but you have to pare it down to like 10 seconds and i'm like yeah, i'm a long seconds. form communicator like <laughs> right. yeah well that's where and that's with the reels too yeah uh, you can apparently they just updated it now you can make one minute reels okay but most people they just want to consume instantly so they like the 15 like 15 to 20 seconds is and i feel that way too when i'm watching something like if it drags on too long and i'm guilty of making longer reels sometimes and then you know i'm i'm pretty funny that 
I, I, I enjoy watching my own things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hilarious. Yeah, no. Oh I'm God. not at all. But I watched them a few times and I think, oh, I did a good job on this, you know? Yeah. Anyway. But I think that would that would be a tip I would give is don't go back and watch your videos because like you just pick it apart. We're so bad at that self-sabotage of I should have done it this way. I should have said it that way. And oh my God, the amount of times I stop and start when I'm just like, oh, for heaven's sake, just say what you want to say as though you're talking to your girlfriend. And that's why I wanted sisterhood because I just wanted to come on and have these conversations as though they were live. Someone might take nothing from it, but these are the things that are in our mind right now. We were having a conversation about this and it's like, yeah, that's what's going on. And I guarantee other people are talking to their friends as well. And other entrepreneurs being like, what do you do? Right. It's not even like, here are the five steps to overcome your pressure to perform. It's just the awareness of, by the way, we all feel this way and we have to stop trying to adapt to the algorithm and just be more authentic on the platforms that we're on. And I don't need to be on all of them. I'm on two. I'm on two Facebook and Instagram and barely on Facebook. Um, mainly on Instagram. I'm on two. I used to be on all of them. I would spend all day just to do the marketing to post a blog after I've written the blog, posted the blog. Now I got to create a Pinterest graphic, a different graphic for LinkedIn, a different graphic for Instagram, a different graphic for Facebook. And I'm just like, what in the world am I doing? And then when new ones come on and, and then clubhouse came and it's like, now you got to go over to clubhouse. And I'm like, oh God. I didn't even bother. I didn't oh, even check it, out. it is. <laughs> crazy to me and it's crazy to me so it's really finding those platforms that you enjoy being on like for me I love podcasting I could just be on here on a podcast all day long because I love that because I love having conversations about everything and nothing yeah (laughs) it's fun right it's really really fun and I and again I think we're we're so worried about like I have to have this like save the world post instead of just having those conversations and just sharing what's on your mind today on that day sharing what's on your heart that day sharing here's what's really working in my business today here are some tips when you're on your next brand shoot like those are really useful things everyone's thinking about, right? When you do a share on Instagram about preparing for a photo shoot and how a woman may feel about her body or her hair, whatever it may be that day, she was thinking about it way before you did that post and you just gave her a voice, a place where she can voice that and say, oh my God, I feel like that all the time. Thank you so much right? That's helpful for people. So I love that instead of, again, trying to just be perfect, this perfect influencer. Yeah. And no matter uh, how much we see other people and we think, man, they have it all together. Like they're suffering with something as well, some sort of insecurity. Like absolutely, it's not just you. It's literally everybody, supermodels, have insecurities, Everyone. right? You think, what could they, what, what could possibly be wrong in their life? They're so yeah. beautiful. Please, like, <laughs> Absolutely. that's just one small aspect of somebody's life, their appearance. Like, 
Seriously, we place so much value on people's appearance and we, we shouldn't. Uh, and I, that's why we're all the way we are about our appearances because we've made such a big deal out of it for decades and decades. Well, forever, really. Absolutely. Especially women, right? So Absolutely. when you can, and I think as you get a little older as well and your looks start <laughs> fade a little bit, you get that little extra skin under your chin, whatever it is that causes you anxiety, Mm-hmm. as you age you're, you're just like well you know what I, I, I'm not going to stay 23 forever and no. you just have to accept it even though like personally I have tons of like some days I'm feeling great about how I look and other days it's just like oh god it's time for a, a lift or an injection <laughs> or a- <laughs> I'm the same. It's actually a conversation I've been having a lot. And I think it's even heightened now because of social media and we're on social media. The weird, I was just talking to, we our mutual friend, Lori Allen, and we were, we were back. Well, she's not Lori Allen anymore. Um, and I was saying like, it's Lori Ellis now, but everyone knows her as that. Sorry, Lori, I'm talking about you. If you're listening. <laughs> Uh, most of my friends don't listen to my podcast though. Um, but um, I was like, what's with the weird skin on my neck? Like when I turn 40, it doesn't go back. Why doesn't it go back? Why is it no longer <laughs> elastic? Right. And it's funny because I swear since texting her back and forth about that, I now get all these ads about <laughs> how I can become more, el- how I can like fix the elasticity in my neck. And then the other day I was in the mirror and I, I, I was like, oh, now what? And I'm like, what the F? And my husband's like, what? What's wrong? And I was like, where did this dimple on my ass come from? It now shows through my yoga pants. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like if I can't wear my yoga pants now without my dimple showing. And he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, you don't understand if I ever have a photo taken of me and that ends up on social media. Someone will be like, great photo, but look at the dimple on your ass. I've got a nobody would. I have a product for that. <laughs> Let me send no, but nobody would notice the dimple on your ass. No one will know. Now I'm gonna go out later and anyway, yeah. I'm gonna 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 test I gotta test this theory. Everyone's gonna be like somebody take a picture of my butt. Like if it was a whole picture of you and you say your back was to the camera, they're gonna just look at you as a whole. They're not gonna zero in on the one tiny butt dimple you might have. But that's where your mind goes. But that's where your mind goes. Where your mind that's goes. where everybody's mind goes. Oh my God. I, it's so true. Cause I wore a Jersey dress that day, like nothing short. I'm not, I don't really, I'm not like one of those women. I don't wear a lot of revealing clothes. Um, mind you, I wish I had that confidence because some of these outfits, these women wear like rocket, no matter their body type. And I had this dress on and the, the, I could not get these butt dimples out of my mind right These and you dimples. are so like to I me i look at you and you're so thin and like perfect right i couldn't that's the thing right that's why we yeah. have to have these conversations so i wore these spank shorts <laughs> that day to cover it and they literally like my poor husband and this is why i love I love having this platform to have these conversations. They literally went up to my bra, the underwire of my bra. They went way <laughs> up. And Jason's like, 
what? And I had a pretty long dress on. He's like, what are you wearing? What is poking out underneath your dress? Oh, <laughs> it's my Spanx so that you can't see my butt dimples. And he's like, oh my God, take them off. <laughs> We're so uncomfortable. Like, why do we put ourselves through that, right? I couldn't breathe. Oh my gosh. And they rolled down when you sat. So yeah. They didn't do anything else anyway. And they're supposed to be skin toned, but I have a different complexion because, you know, 50% Italian. So I don't like it, just didn't match my complexion. Like, it just, I don't have like, white skin so these were meant for someone who doesn't have like an olive tone to their skin and i'm just like oh my god but these are the things and this is why you know again the pressure to perform and to be perfect it doesn't just start on social media it starts at home as well and what we do in our own lives and it just that just heightens it so it's like yeah gotta take care of the shit at home so it doesn't show up online but it, it, I mean, it's a vicious cycle, though, because you are constantly seeing these perfect things on Instagram and yes. hello filters like everyone uses it. Sometimes you're like, is that a filter? I know. And, and then other times you're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely a filter. And I, there was a one circulating on it was a TikTok trend. It, it was a voice that said. Uh, show your face with this filter and then show your face with it off. And yes. it was, it was really good. And I thought, Oh, I should do that. <clears throat> Does I look uh, totally different with the filter on than, than not. Right. It takes all your redness away, thins your nose. You're like, this is what I look like with plastic surgery. Huh? But hopefully maybe <laughs> we don't know. Right. I'm like, I guess you don't know. It's the horror story. <laughs> yeah. But- yeah, it's yeah. yeah, just I think what it really comes down to for me, and this is going to be, I think, a lifelong practice is really constantly reprogramming it, reprogramming it into my subconscious brain that you will never, ever achieve perfection because there's no such thing. And you'll never yeah. beat an algorithm because we're human beings with human being lives. And mm-hmm. we just can't because we can't even keep up with those constant changes and with those constant trends and what's beautiful today is not going to be what's beautiful next week. So it's really just having to get to this place and this self-awareness and belief system that the way that I am is great. It's the way that I am is perfectly imperfect. And butt dimple doesn't make you a bad person, right? Like it's just a butt dimple. It's literally just a butt dimple. It doesn't change my personality unless I allow it to change my personality. Yes. We definitely have to constantly remind ourselves that it's not, it's not real. It's, it's changing like that. You'll never keep up with it. Just do you, as they say, (laughs) just have to do you. you. Just do you. Don't you find, I'm going to end with this because I think this is a great place to end now that we've shared the dimple story and, um, <laughs> and, and the, how just, by the way, ladies, when you enter your forties, you're going to lose the elasticity in your chin. You um, just FYI, you get a turkey neck, just FYI. Um, don't you find, cause I know for me, I love following women online who are weird and quirky. I 
fall in love with them. I want to be their best friend. I'm just like, I love it when someone shows their true, authentic, weird, funny, awesome, giddy, serious, whatever they are self. Yeah. Um, I, I like it when, so I have a, a, a push pull with this too. Like the women that swear, it, like, yes. <laughs> I like that. And I think, you know, I swear in life, but sometimes I feel sweary online and sometimes not, you know? So if, if I want to say shit or whatever, <laughs> I usually come out and say it, but I also feel a little bit of guilt about that too, because I do know that my, my daughter's friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that's the, that's the mom part where, yes. Right. Like, ah, oh, I don't want them to see me this way, but I want everybody else to see me this way. Cause this is the way I am, you know? So there's a little bit of conflict, but yeah, just following quirky people is definitely, uh, Yeah, because typically they're quirky, not because they're necessarily doing quirky things. It's because they're doing, they're being their authentic self. Yeah. And I'm so, I've, I found like the past two years, I've been so attracted to that and I want that in my life. And those are the people that I want to be around. And those are the, that's the way I want to have conversations. I just, I'm kind of over, this is like the perfect way. It's full circle. I'm over the filter in everything in life Mm -hmm. on social media. I no longer want to feel like I have to filter what I say, what I do, who I am. I no longer want to put a filter over my dimple by buying really uncomfortable, expensive spanks that don't actually work. I no longer want to do that. Mind you, there are times when you need that confidence boost. It's awesome. And put them on and it makes you feel really good and confident because you don't want to worry about that thing all day, right? All night. So, and then the filter on social media, some of them are really fun and they're fun to use and incorporate because you're like, oh, look at the wings today. And they're really fun to use, but I don't want to use them because I feel like shit about myself that day. Yeah. 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 I want to, so when I feel like shit about myself when on those days, not the day to go on social media. It's the day to go within and be like, why do you feel like shit about yourself today? Social media is not going to fix that problem. We got to heal that stuff within ourselves as women and as human beings that when I'm on social media, this person makes me feel like shit because they're so perfect. It's like, no, it's not that person. We feel like shit because there's something in us that we need to heal and we need to work on and we need to boost our confidence around. And that's not always easy to do. Um, when again, online is this perfectly crafted filter. Yeah. It's, I personally, I am, um, a pretty happy laid back person. I, I don't suffer from anxiety for the most part. I don't have, I, I don't have, depression or you know not to take away from people that do but I'm just I'm healthy and happy most of the time and so when I'm on social media that's normally how I am I'm just I don't I I'm not always but when people are genuinely sad or they're going through something like it's good to show that too I just tend not to because I I want to I don't want everyone to know about that Mm. and they do want you, you know, you should post about your hard times sometimes, right? Like, so that you get the full scope, but I'm generally not that way. And if I am, I, I don't 
think I need to share it with people. Like I want my feed to be positive and Absolutely. happy. And Absolutely. even though there's nothing wrong with sharing the negative stuff, that's just not my persona. So it's not like I'm faking, like I'm just a happy go lucky person all the time. Yeah. I'm not, but the majority of the time I am. So when I'm feeling that way, what, you know, if I am having a bad day, maybe you don't see me because I'm busy or I'm preoccupied or whatever. Yep. So it's not that, you know, if you see my feed, it looks, oh God, that lady's so happy all the time. Well, usually I am. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're not, you know, that's so important to note here. Cause I know there's a lot of influencers who go online and they share every aspect of their life. And that's wonderful. They have a purpose and they're using their platform to showcase a lot of really hard things, but they have to deal with a lot of trolls and a lot of really negative, hateful bullies as well. So it's really important that everyone asks themselves, you know, am I mentally and emotionally prepared to share this part of myself online? Do I feel safe to share this part of myself online? If you're prepared for the bullying that you're going to get as if you want to become an influencer, by all means, but just know that that aspect is there. So for me, you know, I often share after I'm outside of something and here are the practices and tools that have helped me because that's my business. And that's what I do. I help women to strengthen their mental and emotional muscles. And that's what I do. So I won't go online crying and in tears in those moments. I don't feel safe to do that. I don't feel like it's the appropriate place. And I feel like if no one sees it that day and doesn't comment, that's just going to enhance that feeling of aloneness that I felt in that moment. So it's really finding that balance of, again, because I have to remind people all the time, I'm not always positive. I have bad days, but my platform is meant to put good out into the world. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be supportive in whatever way that I can, even on the days when I'm like, ah, this might land, it might not, but whatever. Um, So it's really coming to terms with that, right? Like, and I think we have to understand that as, as human beings, just, just assume everyone has a bad day. Just yeah, assume everyone, everyone has. has their own thing. Cause you know, There's it's no perfect all the time. No, I'm not happy. I'm not happy all the time. Like there's no way 18 months into a pandemic that every single day of, <laughs> you know, the past 18 months has been positive and joyful. And I haven't been angry and frustrated. Of course I have. But when I show up online, you're already feeling all the fear and anxiety and worry and stress. I don't want to add to that. I don't want to give people more fear, more triggers, more trauma, more stuff to worry about. I want to be like, how can I just help today? I love this show. It's called New Amsterdam. And the doctor always says, how can I help? How can I help? And I love that. And it's like all this chaos around that, you know, this doctor and he, that's, and it's based on a true doctor, a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, how can I help? And I love that. That's how I show up on Instagram. And sometimes it might be my dog. Cause again, who doesn't want to see a cute animal on Instagram, right? Exactly. <laughs> sometimes it's my go to. Like <laughs> again, we're not solving the world's problems by one post. So it's just all comes down to just how you want to show up is more than okay, especially when you're running a business and You don't have to have eight posts a day if you don't want to. But if you do and you have that much to share, my God, by all means, come online and share with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And forget about the forget about the damn trolls. 
<laughs> yeah, there will there'll always be yeah. those. As long as there's social media, as long as you, you're putting yourself out there, there's going to be people absolutely trying to take you down. Yeah. And so, yeah, share what you if, like. If you're a people pleaser like me, uh, I try to not garner too many enemies, and I get hurt if I'll just come out and say it. Like if people are saying shitty things, then I I take it personally, uh, even though I I shouldn't. So I try to avoid conflict if possible. Same. I'm the exact same way. I'm the exact same way. Absolutely. I'll stand up for what's right when I have to, but to go looking for conflict, that is just not me. And when I stand up for what's right when I have to, oh my God, I, that crushes me. I don't, I'm like you. I want everyone to like me, even though I know not everyone likes me. Well, you don't, they don't have to either. They don't have to. Exactly. Thank you so much for this conversation. This was really fun. I really loved just having this chat with you and I really appreciate it. So we're talking about, we're talking about social media. Where can people find you? Where do you like to spend the most time? (laughs) Where can people find your magical links? And I'll put everything in the show notes as well. Definitely Instagram. So that's where I am the most. It is my favorite platform as much as I sat here and complained about (laughs) it. Uh, We're there. Yeah. So you, you know, you make the most of it. Uh, Star Brand Photography is my handle. Yep. Star Brand Photography. Uh, same thing on Facebook, uh, website, same thing, www.starbrandphotography.com. And is there anything really exciting that you're working on right now that like, this is just where you want to be spending the most of your time. This is the work you want to be doing. Like just anything like that's just creating so much excitement for you right now. No, I'm just, I'm trying to um, find the things that will build value into my packages. So right after this, I am actually going into Ottawa and meeting with a personal stylist because some of the women that I talk to, they're like, I don't know what to wear. I don't know how to put an outfit together. I wish I had a personal shopper. I wish I had someone to just come to my closet and pick out like good combinations or what I can add to it. So she's a personal stylist and I'm meeting with her today to find out how we can collaborate or, you know, get her info out into my newsletters so that people know where they can actually find a personal stylist because there's not too many of them in Ottawa. Uh, I've looked, Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's a, there's some in Gatineau, um, which I have linked to on my, um, when you, when you sign up for my newsletter, uh, that info's there, but I don't know them personally. And because of the pandemic, I haven't been able yeah. to um, meet them, but this is a, a nice upcoming girl who we've been, we just struck up a relationship on Instagram. Oh, I so love we decided that. to meet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I commented while well, she, she she was posting and I just commented. I'm like, oh, wow, you're a stylist. That's really cool. We inboxed each other. And um, I said, I'd, I'd love to promote you in my newsletter. So let's meet and we'll go from there. So we're meeting today, actually. That is so yeah. amazing. And again, it just, again, full circle. Instagram's not that, it's not all evil and bad. It's no. just using it 
in a really positive way. Now you have this new extension, this new connection, and this new way to support your clients when they come and they want to work with you and they want to have a really wonderful brand shoot for themselves. Like how incredible is that? And you met her on Instagram, which is so amazing, right? All by making (laughs) making an authentic connection, which is just so fabulous. So thank you for being here with me today. Thank you, Lorianne. It was been a pleasure. It was fun. And uh, yeah, we, we suspected we might go over time and we did. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> I knew we would. So thank you so much. I really appreciate this time. I'll put all of your magical links in the show notes so everyone can go and find you and go and head over to uh, Instagram to find you as well. <laughs> okay. I'm there. Okay. Bye, everyone. Good to see you soon, by the way. Yes. It's been wow. Oh, it has been. It has been. We're slowly opening back up in our part of the world. So hopefully that will happen a lot sooner than we anticipate. Bye everyone. Bye Stacy.